And we are on. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. This is the Monday Mass. Who are you? Is it? I think it is. All right. Well, I'm Chris Cote. That's Todd Richards. This is the world's greatest action sports podcast. Also, it's known as an action sports podcast about nothing. Why is it known like that, Todd? Well, you coined it. Oh, okay. I think we sound great. Okay. All right. Let's go. A lot of people are saying this is a professional operation here. What's up, everybody watching out there? Let's get right into it. We've got a holiday show happening. This is July 3rd, 2023. And the Monday Mass is presented by, through the summer, Olu Originals, including what the hell is that shirt. Well, I just did a test. Uh, so if someone comes and asks us to sponsor the podcast, we've got to test the products to make sure. First, we test to see if the us. check clears. Well, yeah, that's the first test. And then we test your product. And then the product. So what the Olu board shirt is, is a button-up shirt. But it's made of like stretchy surf trunk material, SPF 50 or something, uh, rash guard, the whole deal. It's it's for grownups that don't necessarily want to look like a sausage in a rash guard. Do you wear rash guards? No. Yeah, well, you're going to maybe wear board shirts. I'm going to get you one. Well, I would just like to announce that we are... Olu, Olu Originals. What? Olu underscore Originals through summer. Okay, Thank we're, you, Olu. We're doing the questions thing again on my live yeah. Pause due to poor connection. I've got a poor connection with Todd. It says pause due to poor connection. That is the story of my fucking life. That is what she said. <laughs> do we have internet in here? We do, right? I can just go to We're the internet. We're live all over the place. Hold on a second. What happens when you're live and no one's watching? It's like a tree in the woods. All right, hold on, you guys. I got to go to the internet connection thing over here. Oh, I see what's happening. You're not talking into your microphone. That... There we go. Oh, my gosh. There we go. Now we're good. All right. Now we're cooking with gas. All right, let's go ahead and start. Machu Picchu, Todd. Machu Picchu Energy. Machu Picchu dot energy. What does this stuff do for you? Does it get Let you me, uh, It's got zero sugar. This is the yerba mate. This shit gets you jacked up. If you're thinking that maybe you'd like more. to run five or six miles non-voluntarily, I completely suggest Machu Picchu. This stuff... God, it'll really, oh my God, really send you off to the moon. Where are you going? What's with our Wi Fi this year? This year, what's with our Wi Fi this lifetime? We may have just had the Wi Fi turned up, anyways. Um, where are we? Machu Picchu, Hanson Surfboards at Hanson Surfboards. Big sale happening right now. I went in there the other day and I bought a ton of sunscreen. Oh, yeah, yeah. What'd you buy? Or I bought some sun bomb, I shouldn't have, but I did. Well, we have a uh, we have space on the roster for a sunblock sponsor. You know, I was our good friend Jordan Mead, who's the rep down here. Okay, for Sunbum. Right, Sunbum has like this. Did you know they have like a full hair care line and like body yeah. care and like any, anything that you want, you can get. I've had all of it. I'm like doing an ad for them right now. And they don't even pay. Uh-uh. You actually paid for that product. Uh-uh. Oh, speaking I, of sun protection, I go full retail. Speaking of sun protection, at times. Olu Originals, the board shirt, is SPF 40 or 50. You won't get sunburned through it. And they sell them at Hanson Surfboards. You know what else is it S- went full circle. SPF 100%? You the apparel? Your freaking wetsuit because the water is so goddamn cold oh, it's here. It's that cold. It's freaking cold. And the sun hasn't been out in months, weeks. It's coming out today. 
It's a bunch of horse shit, dude. Ration Ale, right here. This is the world's best non-alcoholic craft beverage right there. It It's like beer, and it scratches the itch. If you if want it, something cold and nice when you come home, but you don't want to... If it cool, sounds like... I'm going to drink it right now. If it sounds like I'm struggling with this uh, today's podcast, it's because I mm. accidentally took two melatonin an hour ago. Shut with, up. <laughs> with, no, you did not. Yes, I did with my vitamins. <laughs> you dosed yourself. I dosed myself with melatonin at 11 o'clock I in the morning. I guess I'm going to have to carry the weight nope, here today. I got it, dude. I just went and got jacked up at panicking coffee and tea. Dude. And I can chase that down with one of these Machu Picchus, and I will drill through the freaking earth with my face. Do you know back when I was like drinking and stuff, I accidentally took a Ambien while DJing a wedding on Catalina? It was the weirdest night ever. I ended up at a bar that was shaped like a boat, and I literally thought I was on a boat. Dude, we're having, it was like crazy. The, we're having massive connection problems. Yeah, but not on the actual podcast. Yeah, no. Okay, keep going while, okay. I, while I address these connection problems. And Todd's going to address our connection problems. I'm going to still go through this uh, sponsor blog. Beneath Apparel, the world's best underwear, at BN3TH Apparel. Todd and I's uh, life has changed since we started wearing Beneath Apparel. Everything is better in mm. Beneath Apparel. These are the best underpants on the planet. Uh, they're like boxer briefs, but with a special pocket for that special someone that's downstairs. Pedal Electric at pedal.electric. It's summertime. And I, a PSA here. Please be mindful and be careful while you're driving in your stupid car. Because there's a lot of us out here on bikes and e-bikes that would like to remain safe. We're trying to ride safe. So can you please drive safe? This message brought to you by Pedal Electric at Pedal.Electric. These are the best e-bikes ever. Chris, I'd like to tell you a story about me changing the brakes on my e-bike yesterday because apparently they didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that e-bikes happen often is uh, you got to replace the brakes. Big every, problem. Every like four or five months. I smoked, smoked the brakes out on the Pedal Electric. Like yeah. Pr- completely, completely fried the brakes like we were metal on metal. It sounds like rider error. It was rider error. Bubs Naturals. At Bubs Naturals, this is collagen, MCT brain oil. They also make a specially formulated coffee. They make a bunch of stuff, apple cider vinegar, chewables, all this, all this stuff to help you die young as late as possible. What are you looking at? What's our Wi-Fi? Um, this, the top one. Which one? A-T-T-A-G. That guy? Yeah. Do you know what our password is? Um, let me see if I can share it with you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in everybody. This is tech time with Todd. There we go. This, you know what this is? Are you sharing with me? Yeah. Okay, sick. Now right, we're, we're should in be fucking good. business. You were on Cox Wi-Fi. I don't even know who Cox is. Do you know Ting internet ruined all the streets in the neighborhood? Yeah. And I have to be the one that complains and Did they're you, on it. Dude, I, I complained and they're on it. Okay. That's, I complained also with, to Ting. But it's not them; it's their construction people. Right, but I we also complained in our neighborhood because they came through, ripped up the whole neighborhood, and did the world's shittiest uh, patch job. Yeah, I'm and not happy with it. No, but you know what? But they, it feels got good. Things done. I don't let's, complain sometimes, but it feels well, good to let's complain. Just, come on, let's get through this. Japanese barbecue sauce by Bachans at Tri Bachans. We the miso. Where Hold, is it? It should uh, be right here. I have it. It should I, be right here. I actually have two of them in my in house. The car? No, at my house. I saw Bachans at Target. You see Bachans everywhere. Oh, everywhere. That's a big deal. 
Anyways, the uh, miso glaze is really good. It's miso best best on fish and best on vegetables. And rice. Mm-hmm. And chicken. All that stuff. All right. Uh, panic and coffee and tea. At I already Panic said, and coffee already, and tea. I already new gave greens. Them a shout out. At New Greens, another product to help you live better, longer, and more handsomely inside and out. Look at Todd's face. Just look at his face. That's a New Greens face right there. Well, Maybe not that face, but other faces that look really nice. All right. Brought to you by New okay, Greens. Diecutstickers.com. We have something new for you that Todd designed coming out soon. It's a banger, and you're going to love it. Oh, are we getting those made? Yeah, we're getting them made. Really? Just like you said. Do you, you guys remember, I don't know if you guys saw last week where I came up with the Chris Cote Bad Boy Club. It's amazing. Logo. I don't know why. You know, How, we made a Transworld Surf shirt with the... Bad boy guy in it too. How soon do you in the day? How fast do you think it'll be before we get a cease and desist on that? Uh, there's already talk of cease and desisting us on the internet, mm-hmm. which is great. If you're not getting a cease and desist, you're not doing it right. Uh, bad news, real bad news to start this podcast yeah, off. Fucking sucks. Rick Froberg, artist, musician, uh, seminal influence in many of our lives, not just San Diego. I'm talking global. Uh, Frontman of bands Pitchfork, Drive Like Jehu, Hot Snakes, Obits. Uh, and more, just a just a a legend of a guy, a unique. You know the one. There's 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 a few artists right that sing, and you go that that's a, a voice. That's mm-hmm. a unique voice. Uh, Rick Froberg is one of those. I, I would fully and, admit, and a crazy lyricist. Oh yeah, and I'll fully admit in many cut you up songs in my new band Sunbender. In everything I've ever done, I've always tried to sing like Rick Froberg, and mm-hmm. it's impossible. No one can sing like that. So if you're a fan of any of those bands, play them loudly. Yeah, and it's been, it's, you know, it, it's always unfortunate when somebody passes away and you see the tributes come in and you just, you know, like, I think people, we should all start doing tributes just beforehand weekly yeah for our our friends and influences that we love but uh rick froberg he left us with a lot to reflect on and listen to and look at art music and uh we will be very missed for forever um some good news though in the music front the red cars my car's cover band, my car's tribute band is playing Moonlight Beach. Wait, on the beach? On the beach, July 9th, on a Sunday, this coming Sunday. At 3 p.m.? At 3 p.m. There's actually an opening band called Reckless, which is uh, young Battle of the Bands winners. Uh, they're awesome, too. They start, I, I believe, at 1. We go on at 3, and we're going to play all the Cars hits, only Cars hits, and some B-sides. That's, that's an hour and 45 minutes straight of Cars classics. You're playing Cars B-sides You know now? they're from Boston. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, Cars B-sides meaning deep cuts. Mm. We're playing hits and deep cuts. That's cool, though. July 9th. Be there if you're local. Surf News is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Just to give you a melatonin yeah. update. How you doing? I feel like I'm climbing. Why don't you drink a Machu Picchu? Oh, that's a good idea. I feel like I'm climbing a ladder right now. I'm having a Rationale NA craft brew. Um, if you're just joining us, I accidentally took two melatonin with my vitamins. If you're about just joining two hours us, ago. you missed the outline. No, I, I you did. need to rewind it. Whatever. Uh, Todd, there was a crazy uh, occurrence. It was a wild morning at the beach right here, Stone Savage Beach, my local beach. Oh, my gosh. So, 9 o'clock in the morning. This is on Wednesday of last Wednesday, week. Wednesday, a wild Wednesday. 9 a.m. 
People are checking the way. It's small. It's kind of a little of a, you know, it's, the sun was out this day. No, it was beautiful morning. Sun's out, small waves, a beautiful, idyllic Wednesday on the beach until a kind of like normal looking fishing boat, you know, Mm -hmm. 35 feet or something, two story job comes motoring in and people are going, wow, that's getting close. The thing goes up on the beach. Ram. Eight people jump out. There's somebody. I've heard rumors that it was 20 people. Let's say between eight and I have a video of it. Yeah. It it looked like about eight or 10 people. There's a person on the beach with a walkie talkie. Go. They all run up the stairs into waiting. Where's the people on the walkie talkie? On the beach. Waiting for the boat to come in. So this is an organized group effort. And we don't know if they were. Uh, seeking asylum. We don't know if this is cartel-related. We don't know anything. Mm-hmm. It was a human smuggling operation. And, and it was organized, and it was... So they came up the stairs into waiting SUVs. And, high-end. And, and apparently there was another uh, le- layer to this, too. This is in, this is in local news. Local that news. A, a black BMW sped the wrong way down one of the... Um, most highly walked and bicycled streets in Encinitas. It's a very slow, Especially sleepy street. Especially at that time in the morning. Nine in the morning, going 65 miles an hour the wrong way down a one-way street. It's a, it's a wonder like someone didn't die. And they all got away. Crazy. Like, there's Yeah. So who knows? Wild stuff. Who knows what was happening there? Yeah. Uh, I posted on my Instagram. And as a bonus, to make this wi- wild and weird Wednesday even wilder and weirder, uh, my good friend from a long time ago, Josh McClure, one of the original Daredevils, just shows up. Hadn't seen him in a lo- years. On the boat? Not on the boat. Oh. Shows up to surf. So I got bonus footage of Josh McClure of Daredevils fame surfing the tiny waves in front of the boat. It was crazy. The 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 uh, lifeguard came, towed it away. It was it was a happening. All what if long. you What if you just like jumped in the boat and took the boat and left? Oh. A lot of people were saying, well, it's maritime law. You can take the boat. And I go, you read maritime law? You know what that says? You, no one ever watches that show anymore. Maritime law. Maritime law. Dun, dun. All right. In other news, um, the, the WSL just fell news. apart. What? That's what I heard last week. I heard the CEO quit. How is that falling apart? I don't know. They put. I don't. They how many? How? Why is everyone so interested well, in the CEO of a company? Apparently, Strider's running the WSL now. Strider is running from the jet ski. Yeah. Um, let's back it up to the good stuff. Like two of the world's best free surfers winning the elite Vivo Rio Pro yeah, in pumping waves. Pretty amazing. That's the good stuff, Todd. I don't know why you had to go negative first. We go good first, Look, then negative. Everybody's talking about well, the CEO the getting ejected. We didn't know if he got ejected. He or got quit. ejected. Um, Katie Simmers and Yago Dora took the top spots in Rio. Waves were pumping for finals day. They had to wait all the way to the end of the waiting period, but thankfully they did. It was pumping. It wasn't perfect. It was. It was chunky. Chunky. And crazy. It was kind of. It was one of those comps the last that was like crazy. It was like a one. It was like a one move score. Drop in. Bah. Yago did a perfect five forty. Got a got a ten. Mm-hmm. One of the very few tens of the year. Super smooth. And Katie just does it her own way. She doesn't surf like anyone else. She doesn't do post heat interviews like anyone else. She gave a shout out to Erica Badu, <laughs> which that 
came out of left field, but I, I'm here for it and I love it. A lot of Katie Simmer fans out there, um, and her fan base is growing by the day. And Yago Dora, this is a guy that started his career making video parts, and now he's, he's kind of he's, he's kind of one of my favorite people to watch surf. I, I feel like yeah. he's got super long arms. Okay, and then he can like he like grabs more proper <laughs> super long arm. That's yeah. the first thing you notice about Yago. Yes, surfing. dude, because Yago like you think about most. Okay, here's is he good? Well, he's got long arms. Listen. Okay, so like you've got you got people that are that do let's just say like a slob air on a surfboard, okay. right? Okay, most people just go straight poo right between the legs. They don't bother to reach around their knee. Right, Yago goes straight around the knee, yeah. proper skate style. Yeah, and I don't know if that's on purpose, if if he's conscious of that, but you know, even like his frontside airs are kind of like tuck knee. It's just like he's yeah. just good. You know what I think it is? What? I think that he... So he grew up in the RTMF, the Rito Tavares MFers uh, with Pedro Barros and that crew. And so he was always around great skateboarding. Mm-hmm. I know he skated skates a little bit, mostly just cruises, but somehow he was influenced. And also his dad is a really good surfer uh, and a skater too. So I think he was influenced in all yeah. the right ways, and that's why his he's got a, he's got style, a skate dude. style back background. Got, Yago's got he really, rules. really good style. And now Yago is in the picture for the WSL final five. Yago that'd, could be world champ. That'd be insane to watch, you know, Yago rip lowers. I agree. The next event is uh the Corona Open J Bay, July 13th through the 22nd. And now we can talk about the WSL CEO, Eric Logan, who left or was ousted mid-event. That, that's, that's the, the not, red flag kind of that, that's like, weird thing, right? That's like having uh, like a newspaper in Russia say like one of the heads of state just fell out of a window. Well, they didn't, they didn't say if they fired him or if he left. It's very... Aggressive leaving? I guess. I mean, that'd be like a coat. That'd be like the owner of an NFL team getting fired or walking out mid game. What do you think he did? I know you can't speculate because why you always say that, dude, I'm so tired of you saying that. What is it? Okay. What do you speculate? Make some shit. up. I don't know. Make some shit up. Make some shit up. I don't know anything. Mm, sexual. So I can't speculate. Sexual scandal. That's, would you like someone to say that about you? If you got fired from your job or quit? What if I quit from here and then everyone speculated that it was a sexual scandal? I just think speculation is it's not cool. Mm. We don't know any facts. Mm. I and even if I was anti WSL, like apparently you are. No, I love WSL. Well, I just don't know. And they're not saying anything, so I don't think speculation is I just put yourself in, in, in Eric's shoes, right? He's always been cool to me, so why would I throw him under the bus? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no one's throwing anybody Even under though the bus. I don't know what happened. So hopefully, if it's something bad, I didn't say enough good things about him to come back to bite me. I feel like that it's, you know, it's, it's big business, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of money. When there's a lot of money put somewhere, and you, if, if things are not producing as rapidly as say the investors would hope right someone's got to take the fall it's got to be a money thing or do you think now you can speculate do you think this is at all related to the judging scandal no it's so close to the judging scandal it's what in do you brazil mean? like from th- like what, what do you mean? like i don't know that's why i don't that was, know that was like two comps ago yeah but it all it all 
came down to Brazilian surfers in Brazil. Was there a correlation? What's Steve Shooter saying right here? Hey, yeah, Steve we have Shooter. some questions. Steve Shooter says exactly why we revel in the demise. There's always two sides. That is very true. Yeah. I, I See, Todd likes to revel in the demise. I like to revel in the uh, comeback. I'm kind of like right? the um, National Enquirer. He's the yin to my wang. That's right. <laughs> I mean, the wing to my wang. What are you to my wang? What, what is your relation to my wang? <laughs> So until we know more, I don't know what to tell you, but, uh, Mikey and the stab crew, I'm entertaining all theories. Yeah. Can you guys just put into the chat why you think Eric Logan was a uh, journalism, why he was fired. This is Todd's good and journalism. We, and I will pick the best one and I will run with that as and fact. And that will be fact. Yes. We're going to run this exactly like mainstream media. So pundits already putting out their ideas of who should be the CEO of oh, Surf League. Kelly Slater. Well, uh, our friends at Stab, Mikey Cimarella, did this. Uh, do you think Kelly would do it? I don't know. But they did like a, a tier chart of mm-hmm. who could be the CEO. So it's core score, business chops, competitive advantage, and a butt. Kelly Slater got a 10 for core score, 7 for business chops, his competitive advantage, universally respected in a surf visionary. His butt is he hates rules, deadlines, and bureaucracy, which those are three things that you would you see. Would, I would let me let's 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 uh, let me ask you this: ask. Would Kelly Slater taking over the WSL be like Elon Musk taking over Twitter? Maybe. I like it. I let's, don't. Let's I mean, go. <laughs> I think Kelly does his own thing, so I don't think. But I don't know. I mean, Michael Jordan was never offered to be the commissioner of the league. Mm-hmm. You know, this is above and beyond but surf contest. I this do, is the I umbrella f- of everything WSL. I feel like Kelly though is so he was so invested in formats and how to better the yeah. formats, and like I feel like his brain is there. But like, yeah. but I think that Kelly is so competitive that it would be really hard for him. To divorce the idea of being able to pursue another world title next year. <laughs> he would just put the jersey on. Right. I'm, I'm going. Let yeah. me do it. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Well, here's some I just I think it would be really interesting if Kelly if Kelly took a role, a significant role with WSL. Like the ultimate consultant. Yeah. Here are some of the other names floating around out there in cyberspace. We got Pat O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Uh who was the head of tours and or VP of tours and something. Now he works at Florence and Machine, the clothing company, not the band. Florence X Machine. Um, Bob Hurley was another name. Evan Slater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cersei Wallace was thrown out there. So I, I think it needs to be somebody. Who what about can, us? Not us. So what would be the you first that move that we would do with the WSL? Um, sponsor block. Huge sponsor block Big. at the beginning of See, every heat. That's the problem. <laughs> every heat would have a sponsor block, <laughs> and the heat would be over by the time the sponsor block was over. So this heat is brought to you by. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Every heat moving up to the finals. <laughs> every like the, the finals is like a massive. Like that's your massive um, Samsung sponsorship. So you could have and all the other heats. It's like a tier. Like, you could have people, normal people. Spon- this heat yeah. brought to you by Mike. Round Wayne, the first round, like the qualifying round, the round of thirty-two or whatever. Is that thirty-two? Like $1,000 to sponsor. Yeah, it's like you could be like, and the round of thirty-two is by Cliff's Garage. 
If you have radiator problems, Cliff's Garage will help you. Maybe you should be the CEO of WS. I'm thinking this could be great. Every heat has incrementally better sponsors. This is what I would do. No one loses. <laughs> Everyone gets a trophy. Everyone has a good time. It's going to be so fun. You know what they should have at the end? Um, on paper, there's a person who has enough points to win the world championship, but they should have a separate event that only five people get to compete in, and the oh, winner of that like a actually is the world champion. Like a Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, wait. They do that already. The Bolito Pro is on now. It's, this is a, it's challenger season, and this event uh, is going on in South Africa, and the waves look kind of pumpy and dumpy, which... Looks always fun. Uh, I haven't watched enough of it yet, but I will tune in so we can report about it. Uh, Big news coming up this summer, July 29th through August 6th. uh, Get ready. What is it? The Wallex U.S. Open of Surfing. The Wallex U.S. Open of Surfing. Last year was the Vans U.S. Open of Surfing. Previously, the Hurley what? U.S. Open of Surfing. What is Wallex? Wallex? I'm glad you asked. It's a digital payment platform, and this company allows users to send payments internationally in addition to sending and receiving cryptocurrencies. I would like oh, what's up, crypto boys? U.S. US uh, dollars. Is that it's cool that you're going to be paid in Dogecoin? Wallex. <laughs> Wait, is Wallex an actual currency? Wallex is, is a the digital wallet. payment platform. This is a wallet. Oh, it's like wallet, but there's an X. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's extreme. Well, you know what? Thank you, Wallex. They put up all the money. There's going to be a big contest. They extended it by two days. So that's two more porta potty photos you're going to get. I wonder. From me. Yeah. Chris, uh, if, you, if, you're all, if you only tune into Chris Cote's Instagram once a year, oh, God. it's during the Wallex US Open of Surf because you get to see a lot of porta potty. Uh, well, I send those specifically, exclusively to you, Todd. Um, There's no place that I'd rather be than in a hot porta potty on Huntington Beach. Your boys, your boys from Nitro Circus are going to be there doing flips on the beach on their motorcycles. Obviously, which actually makes a lot of sense for Huntington Beach. No, nobody wants cool bands. Are they um, they a, want motorcycles. Is there any skate stuff? Don't know. So we don't know if there's going to be like an actual bowl on the beach or... There's going to be motorcycle, ju- motorcycle jumps. <laughs> Probably. Backflips. What are the odds of there being somebody with a uh, big sign that's saying you're going to hell as soon as you Repent. walk across the street? A hundred percent chance that. of that. Love it. hundred percent chance of amazing people watching anytime you go to Huntington Beach. Uh, this was, this just popped up. Yeah, this and is... And this is kind of upsetting. I want more, I want more details on this. Okay. One. Surfing's only female gold medalist, multi-time world champion, one of the greatest to ever do it, one of the sweetest, nicest, most innocent, beautiful hearts in the world of surfing. Jim. Carissa Moore was in the Houston TSA, Houston airport going through security, and apparently the Houston TSA, which I've been through, and I know you have too, and... They're not super kind. Well, she uh, went to her Instagram and said she felt violated and disrespected when she was searched. 
Uh, no one listened to her. No one treated her with any kindness. She she felt alone. Dude, I and wonder. Powerless. I wonder what happened because the the picture that she put up on her Instagram yesterday, like obviously so she'd been like a very like crying, emotional. Like what the fuck happened? Well, I think, and I know being a TSA agent would be a pretty thankless, hard job, but you can't bring whatever crap is happening to you at home into your work mm-hmm. in a in a in a service environment like the, the TSA is supposed to be there for us to protect us, not to be dicks to us and to fondle and grab Carissa Moore. And I believe her. What's the worst? I believe her. What's the worst experience you ever had with TSA? I mean, I can't really think of any super bad experiences other than them just being dicks for no reason and like yelling at people. And I get it. It's monotonous. It's repetitive. And I hope I don't get put on some lists for yeah, but talking they, about they, this. The crazy thing is, it's like they sit here with like, okay, you every single airport, sometimes every single line at the airport has a different fucking machine mm-hmm. that you either take your laptop out or you leave your laptop in right. or you take everything off or you leave everything on. And they treat you like a fucking idiot that you don't know. And it's like literally 10 feet away is a completely different set of rules. It's right. such horseshit. I got strip search, like basically stripped strip down. Searched. To, strip searched. Strip to my underwear in the Reno airport. Uh, Reno? Two years ago because they said they found some kind of like gunpowder residue on something of mine. I just come from Mammoth. Hey, why didn't you? You've never told us this. It didn't really come up until now. Now I'm telling I you. I always ask you about being strip searched. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm not trying to laugh at that. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, here's another. This is another crazy one. Um, so, you know how the TSA. What's, wait, hold on. I can't read that. Bro, the new TSA lines, you don't even need a boarding pass. They just use Face ID. It's wild. Yes. And here, no. Here, yes and no. Here's something crazy, Ian Fleming 08. James Bond. Love James Bond. <laughs> I love your work. Um, listen to this shit. So, Wait, more, couple, more about the strip search. Okay, I just... They just, just blew by. They it. just stripped me down to my underwear and went through all my shit and went through my... It was crazy. Were you in wearing this, Beneath Apparel by any chance? This is pre-Beneath uh, Apparel. So, um, what the fuck was I talking about? A bad TSA experience. Oh, after yeah. After Reno. Okay, so this, this is actually a year prior to that. Went all the way through security. This is in Denver. Get all go from the counter through security. Get to the gate. Go to scan my ticket to go through the gate. It's a freaking woman's ticket. It wasn't even like, and the last name was like completely uh, like a different. It was basically a Chinese last name. They gave you the wrong. W- ticket? They gave me a wrong ticket, and I made it all the way through security. Someone checked my ID against that name. And didn't even, like, what? Wow. Yeah. So I'm telling you, like, this is all, it's all freaking for show. It's all for show. The yes, statistics about, about how many times they get, like, like the, the, the people. The bad guy? People, well, no, not the bad guy, but people from the government actually do these tests with the TSA to get weapons through the TSA. And it's, it happens a lot more than we know about that they just bring, like, a fucking firearm through TSA and no one notices because they're too busy, like... You know, I don't know. Harassing you, yelling, Carissa Moore. Yelling at you about taking your fucking shoes off. Like, when, don't, this is Carissa Moore. Yeah, strip search Todd. When, I don't trust this guy either, but I trust Carissa when Moore. Are we gonna get, when are we going to be able to wear our fucking shoes again? Like the shoe bomber 
That was like, are you not TS? Do you have not? Do you have global entry? No, uh, you I haven't done any of that. Yeah, shit. But then fault. you still like you couldn't bring this on the airplane. You know How what I mean? I know? Like, that's not wh- full of gasoline. I don't know. It's just weird. Like you think they would have technology? They can fucking take a picture from out of space of of my freaking cell phone from they uh, can do a, orbit. A deep Why can't you figure out eyeball. what's in my drink? Yeah, yo. Well, I just I'm very protective of Chris and more. I am too. And it's horrible. And hopefully something happens. I never want people to be fired except for something like this. Yeah. Beanie Babies. Cancel your ass. Beanie Baby CEO says lithium batteries are the new threat. They are. They ask you so many questions about lithium batteries now. I just want to bring my vape pen on vacation. What's up? Can I just puff on my vape on vacation? I mean, obviously, no one can. Remember when those, um, they weren't one wheels, but like those, uh, those scootery things. Oh, yeah. Share. Remember when those things were just exploding on their own everywhere? Yeah. See, I don't need those on my flight, but I, I don't want to have to put my vape in my po- in my prison pocket to fly to, you know, Las Vegas for the weekend. Las Vegas. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving. Olympic dreams in Tahiti are getting kind of shady here. After months of meetings, mm. the development, uh, there's been a lot of talk about developing. They got to put in this infrastructure and the people of Chihopo are not having it. They say, you can surf the wave, but don't touch this shit. Don't touch the beat. This is a pristine environment. And we all know what happens with the... Um, Dude, the Olympics might be the evil empire. And I'd like to work the Paris 2024 Olympics because I can turn a blind eye to, um, you know, like human cruelty. <laughs> if it pays me a couple thousand bucks. <laughs> but... Uh, I don't want them to Could destroy you repeat that? What? What did you say? The Olympics has had a long and rich history of uh, evil doings. Just Let's fuck. just say that. Evil doings. If you want to listen to... So there's an episode of this podcast called The Dollop, which is amazing. They did an uh, episode about the original LA Olympics and the 84 LA Olympics. And we can thank the 84 LA Olympics... Uh, for bringing us such great things as NWA, uh, as riots throughout the uh, throughout the LA area, because when <laughs> long story short, so under the guise of terrorism threat, the mm-hmm. LA government and the LAPD were given millions and millions of dollars to protect. Olympians and people coming to LA mm-hmm. to take part in the Olympics, they basically like steamrolled out thousands of homeless people. They cleared neighborhoods. They put a militant police force in. Mm-hmm. They installed the world's largest surveillance um, system mm-hmm. ever in use of a in a private use. So. While I do celebrate the Olympics for a lot of reasons, there's also a lot of things that the you Olympics do. You do also celebrate the, bulldo- I mean, I the bulldozing love- of, a, of a culture. Do not bulldoze Chihopo. <laughs> well, it's like if you've, I mean, you've been there and I've been there too. It's literally end of the road. It's, That's why we love it so much. It's jungle. Right? It's dirt road. It's little houses. It's and the fact of the matter is, is that, and like, the Olympics is going to fuck up that area. I hope not. Here, here's, here's something that they're saying. Okay, so they don't want to. They don't want to. We don't want to widen any roads. The drinking water is fine. The internet access is fine. Um, 
you don't need a lot of internet when you're in Tahiti. You just need to surf. But what about for an international you broadcast? <laughs> um, so all 48 surfers and their teams. Wait, be... Waves to some freaks says Chopes needs an in and out. Okay, now I can get behind yeah, that. Yeah, I get behind that. Um, so all the uh, according to this article I, I read, I think it was on Surfer or Beach Grit or Stab or... <laughs> Blue Torch TV. You know, they're the really reliable sources. <laughs> on the internet. So all 48 surfers and their teams will be staying on a pair of cruise ships anchored out the back of Chiahopu. Oh. It's not the best solution. The motors run all day, says Otkinzamak. Mm-hmm. But the one that won't leave any lasting trace in Chiahopu. So two cruise ships... Out the back mm-hmm. with all the surfers, support team, and all that. Mm-hmm. I, and I would think that the production and everything would be on the beach. I mean, I've been and worked at multiple events in Tahiti. It's low key. Like, you wouldn't really even be able to tell except for the banners and stuff. But I, I also, obviously, the Olympics is a little bit different than a normal World Surf League broadcast. But let's just hope they don't. Two, so two. This, this is two cruise ships. Two cruise ships out here's, the back. Just here's another example, right? Dumping raw, dumping poop in the water. Todd, you've been to these Honor. places for the Winter Olympics. Yes, they build an Olympic city. They build soccer stadiums. They build freaking water, whitewater rafting courses. And after the Olympics is been, over, what happens? I've only been to Winter Olympics. I've only been to the Winter Olympics. Did they leave all the stuff there? I, from my experience. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Todd can't really talk about the Olympics in a negative way because, you know, he works for them. Let me get started. Todd can't really talk about it. Sorry. I know you can't talk about it. Wait till I get started on my negativeness. Chris. I know you can't talk about it. It's fine. My experience. It hurts, doesn't it? In Italy. Okay. We were, we were up in the mountains in Turin. Actually, it was uh, Bardonecchia was the place, the zone that we were in. I'm not certain there was a ton of, like, they didn't build anything there. Now, okay. but Vancouver, a lot of my friends that are in Vancouver have said that, that, you know, when the Olympic infrastructure came in, it fucked up the city for a long time. Right. And I don't, they did widen that road up to Whistler, which has been fucked up for a long time. I'm still not even sure if it's been, if it's done yet. Is it de-widened? I know. Is a road, any of my, any of our Canadian homies that are watching on here, is it, report, is the road up to Whistler done yet? Anyway, but then you, you know, fast forward and you go to Sochi. Sochi was a gigantic, uh, all it was, was like bulldozing and destroying and fake cities built and fuck this place when we're done. Sochi is in Russia? It was in Russia. Okay. And then from there, from Russia, we had, uh, oh, hi, it's, it's our, it's our local parkour champions. We're just talking about the Olympics guys. You guys, are you going to go London and Rome? Do you want parkour to be in the Olympics? Uh, I think I, I do. It would definitely make parkour more popular. I love the Olympics if parkour's in it. Yeah. Do you want to be a stunt man? Uh, yeah, that would be pretty epic. Roman, uh, we're actually, this is the Roman in London have just joined us, the Cote brothers. They're here uh, to, to pop in after a quick Juanita's run. Um, so, Roman, we're going to an event this weekend in Las Vegas. Why don't you tell the people what it's all about? 
So it, um, it's called Adrenaline Worldwide. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have one every year. And uh, this year they're uh, collaborating with the parkour company Tempest. Okay. Um, and they're bringing a parkour setup because usually it's just uh, tricking. But now they have a park se- parkour setup and they're also doing tricking. So it's tight. Lana, let's hear about uh, what are you doing this summer? I heard you're down. Mountain High. Let's talk Mountain High. Yeah, what's going on Mountain High? I was actually at uh, Snow Summit. Summit. Oh, mountain biking? Yeah, Big Bear. Are you down? They have a lift-operated park, so it's like chairlifts, but you put your bikes on it. Yeah. And you go all the way up to the top and then ride down, and it's super sick. It was really fun. I had a great time, but it was I hear you. I hear you're down with Chihu TV. Huh? I hear you're down with Chihu TV. <laughs> I saw them at the Buttercup race. Yeah, big fan, huh? <laughs> Chihu TV. <laughs> I like their right. videos. Shouts out. That's our summer uh, our summer report from uh, London and Roman. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you can hang cool. out and watch the podcast, or you can go home. Either way. Just don't, just don't mess up the house, all right, guys? Yeah. Don't mess up the kit. Don't mess up the house. Great reporting. See you later. We're going to get back to our Olympic rant. Have a great day. Here, shut that door. Shut the front door. Bye. That was a special treat. Wow. They're on their way to Juanita's. Your kids, how, are, your kids are so nice, hey, how, dude. How fun was that when you were like 11 and 14 is how old they are, and your parents give you 20 bucks yeah, for you're, lunch? You're just down at the docks. Oh. Uh, you're just, you know? you just talking to the longshoremen. <laughs> you're just down at the docks. I would love shoot, to work at the, the I would love to work at the Olympics, by the way, especially if parkour's in it. I think I, LA 2028 parkour. I take back everything I said. The Olympics are great. What were you saying? About the Olympics? Yeah, how great they are. Oh, we were no, we were just talking about how they come and decimate uh, uh, cultural population centers. Well, so what are they doing? I, I think your kids are being, <laughs> being stung by bees. I hope they're not being abducted right now. Anyways, um, uh, the Olympics. Yeah, that'll happen. But you know what? Like Every every place that I've participated in Olympic uh, games is yeah. already like a um, – it has a, a center of commerce for the ski industries. Right. But, but, but Tahiti – but where we are in Tahiti, there's nothing there. It's literally like a the end, like it's literally the end of a dirt road with nothing there. They're okay. The end of a dirt, it's like a dirt road with nothing. So if you Which all, is how we want it to stay. Yeah, Olympics. and that's that's I don't know, man. Well, I would love to work at the Olympics in Tahiti, just so you just want to go on a cruise ship. Do I get to be on the cruise ship? What if everyone gets diarrhea? Ooh, like no, triangle of sadness. Can you imagine? Like norovirus is uh, runs runs rampant at Olympics. Did, uh, Did you know that? Have you seen Triangle of Sadness? Uh, that was my nickname in high school. Dude, there's a scene where every all these rich people get sick on this yacht, and the yacht is in high, in crazy seas, mm. and they're shitting and throwing up. Wait, and then they're sliding around in the. Is shit this real? Throw up? No, it's a movie. Oh. It's stingray season, Todd. Fuck. Where's Stingray? Where's Stingray Gary? There you go. Here we go. It's Stingray season, and our friends at Kook of the Day posted a video that's not good. This is not good news. This is this is the California Stingray, and let me give you. A, if you're watching this in with an ocular fashion, yeah, meaning you're using your eyeballs, um, what happens is, is you walk out to the surf, and you're walking out, and you're about to have the best 
time of your life. You, you know, are feeling like, of anticipation. You, you just got here from Arizona. You're so excited. It's 3,000 degrees where you live, and you walk out into the water on the 4th of July. You step right on this motherfucker, and jam, his tail comes up and stabs you like a freaking shish kebab and injects an amount of venom into your skin. Do you have your stinger necklace on? No, I don't have it. It's at home. But anyways, these things right here, see these things? They're worse than great whites. And guess what? Taser napkins, the Encinitas unwelcome mat, uh, the nail gun of the sea, fuck stingrays. And and what we thought was the only shield against them, the stingray shuffle, has now proven to only be 42.86% effective, according to Kook of the Day. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this, they had video of this guy shuffling his feet into what looked like a nightmare pond full of stingrays, and none of them moved. You know, the sting, there's the way to do it. And I'm, I'm, this is a for real. This is a for real, though. When for you real. go in the water, the first thing you do is when you walk into the water and you make sure there's no stingrays right when you walk in, you start stomping your feet. Screaming? They don't like vibrations. So you can smack your board on the surface of I the water. That. I do that. Or you can stomp a little bit. But also, oh, thank you, Stan. My wave, son Stan says, stingray for the new CEO of the WSL. That is a great idea. Um we have waves, tubes, and freaks saying they killed Stewie. What does that say? Steve Irwin. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, stingrays. What do stingrays do for the environment? Like sharks eat them. Why, why do we need stingrays? We don't. They're like they're like the like the worst fucking Roomba of the ocean. It's like a Roomba, but they shock the fuck out of you. Ocean Roomba. With ocean weapons. Roomba weapons. There was a paddle out for the late, great Dane Kiloha the other day. All the surfing royalty of Hawaii was there. A beautiful moment. Kobe Hughes, a.k.a. Koba da Hobo, got his Cadillac stolen. So if you see a gold Cadillac out there that looks like Koba da Hobo's, jump in it and get it back for the homie. At I, want more, I, want more, I want more details about uh, Kobe Hughes's. Like, how did the Cadillac get stolen? We don't know. It's very unclear exactly how it got stolen. Um, but Giselle Bunchen bailed her husband, Tom Brady, and Wait, went Giselle, surfing in Costa Rica. Giselle, is, she hasn't been with Tom Brady for a while. Well, she bailed him a long time ago. Now she's surfing in Costa Rica. That's surf news. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. You got any other surf news? Not really. You can't follow that up. Just fuck stingrays. Yeah, I agree. Uh, skate news is brought to you by Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel on the gram. First two matches of the Battle of the Barracks are done. They were awesome. Chris Cole versus Mark Suchu, Eric Costin versus Carlos Ibero. Do you want to know who won those two? Yep, hit me. Uh, we got Chris Cole winning VS Mark Suchu, and Carlos Ibero handily wipes up Eric Costin. The lineup is amazing this year, and I'm excited to watch the rest of these events. Um, I do remember hearing Chris Cole say that if his back was up against the wall, he's going to pull out some of those really annoying tricks that only he does. He won with a underflip, pressure flip or something like yeah. that. 360 underflip. Yeah. Uh, Arissa true. So as I always say, before we do the Monday mass, I do a, a quick around the horn looking for international general skateboarding news. And Arissa True, the first female to ever land a 720 in competition, is all over the news. 
CBS, Fox, NBC, BBC, ESPN, Monday Mass. She's all over it. And I just thought that was pretty cool to have a very core, awesome story about skateboarding in the global news cycle. It's cool. Yeah. This is not cool. Uh, the Saint 150 year old St. Louis Cathedral yeah, sucks. that uh, was has been being converted into an indoor skate park called Skate Liberius burned down. So you've probably seen photos of it, old school former stained, church, stained glass windows, and, and the whole nine You know yards. what? What better use for a church than to put a skate park in it? Right, right the wrongs of the church. By putting a skate park in the church. And it looked like they had everything going. It was uh, a music space, art venue. Uh, the new owner, Dave Blum, has had it since 2012. It was a pillar of the skateboarding community in St. Louis. And it burned to the ground. Uh, right now, there's a GoFundMe happening. It's GoFundMe.com. Save Skate. Liborius, L-I-B-O-R-I-O-U-S. Not, are you pronouncing that right? Liberus. Lib- if, anyone know, if anyone knows how to pronounce that, is he pronouncing it right? I thought, I mean, the photos and stuff that came out of this church were just so stunning. No, and it's it and there's, like an amazing place. There's a couple, there's a couple um, skate parks like that glo- globally. There's, there's most, another one in Europe. The only, I think... Each Why, did anyone figure out, it, was it burned down? We don't know. Hmm. I don't have any solid answers for you ever about anything. Um, Sick. I just think that churches should either be fully taxed or made into skate parks. Tax everybody. Nothing in the middle. Tax the church or make it a skate park. Hey, look. Period. Frenchie just joined. Oh, what's up? What's up, Eddie? Eddie Domestoy would love, I'm sure, to skate uh, in the new and improved Skate Laborious once the GoFundMe goes through, and they're asking for a lot of money, but I think they'll get it. Um, this was pretty cool. Mm. So have you been seeing stuff online about the storied skateboarding project? No. Tony Hawk's 900. So Chase Gabor, formerly of the Barracks, has a new company, <clears throat> um, and they make like special edition boards. They make content. It's a creative agency. And they're dedicated to telling stories about historical skateboarding events that have happened over the years. And so what better way to start than telling the epic stories behind Tony Hawk's 900, special deck, uh, limited. There's a bunch of cool stuff happening. It's called storied skateboarding. Go to the source. Don't listen to me. Where were you when Tony Hawk landed the 900, Chris? Probably on the couch, watching X Games. Skate contests seem to really be where history is made, right? I think that was... I was at that one in San Francisco, and I think I the, the it was I in San I, Francisco. Yeah, I think I, I left was in San Diego. No, that was in San Francisco, and I was me and Chad Denena from Nixon were sitting there next to um, Danny DeVito and Danny DeVito's son. <laughs> it was the most random shit, and I I feel like if I remember this story correctly, like either I think Colin McKay had pretty much already. One best, best trick. trick. It was in best right? trick. Yeah. Well, it was over for like a half hour. Yeah, I left. And you're like, how many more times can I watch this dude destroy himself yeah. and slam trying this impossible trick? You left, and it happened. Maybe that was the good luck that Tony Hawk needed was for you to be gone. Obviously. Well, either way, 
you can get that limited board now. Uh, Vittoria Mendoca, Mendoza is pro for Element, Brazilian skater. She's awesome. Manny Santiago rides for Sheckler Sandlot Times. One of my new favorite skaters is a Finnish skater named Itu Toropainen. 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 How do you? How would you say that? Itu Toropainen. Itu Toropainen. You have to sound like you're. Um, Itu Toropainen. You're like a fax machine talking to an that old school like modem. Itu Toropainen. Itu Toropainen. I would highly suggest watching Nike's latest video. He's oh, got but the he. End who is he homies with? He's homies with Jacko Ajonen. Jacko Onen. Jacko Onen and Onen. That's how you say it. Silas Baxter Neal also dropped another. Amazing I could be part. Finnish. I might be part Finnish. I have very. I've been told yeah. by Finnish people I have very good Finnish pronunciation. Give me some Finnish names that you know. Um, f- Finnish names that I know. Yeah. Let's see. Finish. Finish him. Ero Etala. Okay. Joni Mäkinen. Nice. Yeah. Um, Jaakko Saapala. Okay. You have to kind of talk like you're losing consciousness. Oh, okay. Right? I like that. That's how you do it. You're pretty good at that. Yeah. Do you have any other skateboarding news? Fuck skateboarding. Todd oh, <laughs> doesn't skate. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, one, one small bit of skateboarding news. Um, I thought it was really cool to see... Uh, a little bit of, of footage of Bryce Wettstein from her ramp that got moved to the YMCA in Encinitas. They donated it. She donated it. Yeah. And she's skating so well. Yeah. Like really, really, really good. She does nose blunts incredibly fast. Yeah. You and put that in the commentator. It's just, it's we... kind of a sign of some, of someone being really, really comfortable, mm-hmm. like with on the lip of a ramp. And she's really comfortable. Also, huge shout outs to. My good homie from back east, uh, Mike Frazier, just got a reissue on Powell. Oh, with his strongman board? With his strongman board. Sick um, one. Do you remember Powell 8? And there was a... there was the Video. Yeah, it was Mike Frazier's kind of like her introduction part was um, in Florida on this sweaty-ass metal like steel vert ramp. And he just did a trillion tricks that were like so groundbreaking at that time. So good on your phrase. I think that he does he does skateboarding really the right way, the scariest way. Every trick he does may look subtle to the untrained oh, dude, eye, but the fact he that he is he's, power. He's coming in fakey and everything. I mean, he's so good. So much power. Uh, Snow news is brought to you by Bachans. I literally have Bachans. like almost zero snow news. I do know that uh, Sean White's documentary comes out on the seventh of July. That's right the around la- the corner. It's called the Last Run. So he he's not snowboarding anymore. Well, I don't know. It's all this. Maybe kinda, he's just snowboarding for fun. It's kind of like weird drama stuff where you say you're never going to snowboard again, and then you pull a Kelly Slater and end up like competing for thirty more years. You pull a kiss and you say last tour ever for the last ten tours. Hey, I have a question for you. Did yeah. you ever see Little Kiss play at like one of the trade shows? Um, I've you know seen what I'm them talking on about? video. Yeah, Little People Kiss cover band. I think they're better than Kiss. I think so too. It's great. Two-time Olympic gold medalist Chloe Kim is taking a break from competition in the upcoming 2023 season. Mm -hmm. In my quest to bring you only the latest and greatest news, I think this news was only, this is from uh, maybe uh, early June. (laughs) This news? This was announced. And continuing Chris's fashion, pulling snowboard news from 1986. (laughs) I just knew that you were going to come through with a couple snow stories. There's not really anything happening. This is like, you know. I wonder if we got a report from Mammoth. No, I, I actually, uh, 
Well, anyway, so this Chloe Kim news is that she's taking a break for 2023. Again. I think that uh, Chloe's, I mean, maybe, do you think she's done? She's so good. She's only like 20. I know, but like, do you think she's just like, she'll only kind of show up and compete in the big games? Like she won't, like it's not really happening for fun anymore. It's kind of like that weird, I don't know, like you only you yeah. only do comps. You don't really go snowboarding. I could see that's why she's taking a break is because she's been doing it since she was, what, 13 on the global stage and winning everything since she was about 14. Mm-hmm. And so being 21 or 22, she's in college. She goes to Princeton, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would never fault her for just going, you know what? I need to chill on this snowboarding stuff for a minute. Because as you know, Todd, snowboarding is a pain in the ass. It, is it really ass. is. And if you have to do it every day, it's got to be tough. What do you do to stay in shape for snowboarding My season? Knee? Yeah. <laughs> I just snowboard. I mean, I got to snowboard to snowboard, right? <laughs> That's how I stay in snowboarding shape. I just snowboard once. <laughs> When you only have to snowboard once or twice per season, it's not hard to stay in snowboard shape. You just put your gear on and go. <laughs> and you're what? uncomfortable and you're sore. I have a question for you. Um, this is a question more for the live chat that we have going right now. Not how many of, How many of you guys put your snowboard shit away and say, let's say if you, if you live in a place that you can push your season into May. Okay. How many of you put your snowboard shit away and you pull that stuff back out in, let's say, November, and your boots are still fucking wet. Oh. I have no idea where my boots even are. My boots, I pulled my boots out last fall, and the shits were still wet. I was and you know what? on borrowing Todd's I just, boots. I just played through. I just played through because I don't like new boots. Yeah. I, I don't even know where any, I, I know where my snowboard is. It's still in the package right behind me. But I don't know where my boots are. Yeah. Do you have my bindings? Do I have Who's your got my bind? This is a question for the chat. Who's got my bindings? <laughs> Nerd News is brought to you by Ration Ale at Ration Ale, the world's crab grab. Craft e- e- thank you, egg. crab grab. My boots are 20 years old. And if anyone out there <laughs> has a pair of size 10 DCs from like, I don't know, like two years ago and they're broken in and you're feeling like they're a little bit too soft. I will take those. Yeah, he'll from buy you. them. That's off actually here. like right into the zone where I like them. He'll buy them off you for. I will. I'm not even shitting you. Fifty I, bucks. I start. I start shopping for my boots on eBay like right around September to find people unloading old boots that are already wow. broken in. Like, I thought you were sponsored this whole time. Yeah. Well, I, I like, thought you. I think I got like, free boots. It's kind of like you know. It's like I like. I like an old, old comfortable pair of pants, broken in pair of pants. I don't like new boots. I hate new boots. I think that the new, the modern snowboard boot is far too stiff for the average consumer. John Veter says, "Take a bath in your boots." Which I you've did done before, right, dude? Yeah, John, done, I yeah. fully, I fully have. I've showered in my boots and then walked around the block. You gotta pee in them too, like a, like a, like a jellyfish. Burn. You have to pee in your snowboard boots. You didn't know. You've been snowboarding for like forty years. You didn't know that, dude. One time we took um, we took someone's snowboard boots in Japan and pulled the line. I think I told this story. Took the liner out of the boot and uh-huh. put a bunch of sashimi in the boot and then put the liner back in. Who was it? 
Uh, I'm not saying. Why? I ain't saying, dude. Is it a guy or a girl? No, this is. I don't want to open myself up to it because this person is still within my, within my orbit. They can get you. <laughs> At any rate. So wait, what? So what was the end result? Well, they, how long we did went? They ride? We went from Japan and then went to the U.S. Open in Vermont. It was only like three days. Oh my! Only three days with like sashimi, sashimi time is like a year under the boots, under the boot liner between the. Yeah, so gnarly. I ain't saying it, Quick Snow Harrison. I ain't saying it. These are. This is someone that I do not want to get on the wrong side of. Actually, I'm probably just fucking outing myself right now because they're gonna figure. Bobby it out. Gl- Gliss says, "I hate new bo- new boots." I, everyone, do you guys like new? snowboard boots does anyone out there like love new snowboard boots like i don't really i don't love new skateboard shoes either i don't love anything new i don't even think i love i don't like anything what about new greens new i like new greens yeah he loves new greens man i don't even i don't even like a new surfboard like i don't like anything brand new really yeah i like it kind of like lightly broken in i love a new surfboard a new skateboard do you like do you like brand new trucks I don't love brand new trucks. They take a while to work in, obviously. Right. So that's how I feel about my life. I like new clothes, new shirts. Anyway, Nerd anyway. News is brought to you by Ration Ale. Ration Ale on the gram. It's the world's best NA uh, craft beverage. Um, and Todd, I want to say congratulations. You got sponsored by Boost Surf, the motorized surfboard fin company. Oh, that is awesome. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. How do we go back to surf news? Is there a way to do that? Well, we're talking about nerd news and so what's you guys, nerdier have than you guys ever surf fin. Have you guys ever heard of this there's there's like this fin that you can get for your surfboard that actually has a battery and like a like a, a fan, like a like a jet, like, no, a, like a like turbo. a turbo, like a prop. Yeah, like a, a boat. Actual an actual prop. An actual prop. And it's it's kind of cheating. I have heard people say that, like, if you're disabled, if you if you can't paddle, you still love surfing, but you can't paddle yourself in like <laughs> other people. The guy selling them. Okay, I did it. I might have gone a little crazy, a little overboard here, but I got two of these boost fo- uh, boost fins on the same board. So one board. <laughs> is that the guy? This is the guy. That's not the guy. That's the guy. He's the inventor. Oh my god, dude. And what I've and I've fuck? and I've peppered them with messages like, "Hey, we would love to uh what try you, these for our What podcast. about a quad? Dude, dude, no, you can do it. I want a I want a quad set up with those no. with those boosts uh, the boost fins. You're insane, man. Cuz we needed to trim out oh, Can you turn the What are you doing? Do you like that song? No. I want, that that song is everywhere now, and it's really annoying. Um, Anyways, um, so those boosted, congratulations on your new sponsor. The boost fan. You yeah. saw one in the wild, which I thought was pretty epic. The last video they made was this guy basically going, "It's so sick. You can sit way out from everybody and catch every wave." I was like, "That's not what people want." Bro. You know who? You know who buys that? It's the same dude who buys that surf map. That's ever the surf map of California. This is a map by Malin and Mitzvah. I'm going to be the first person to boost surf every spot on the California it's, coast. It's every surf spot up and down the coast of California. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. I, and I will That's say. That's that guy. It I will say. with that freaking boost, fin. Boost surf. We will test your product. Okay. We oh, will defile oh. ourselves for clout <laughs> and boost. 
Just boosting. We just want to boost into waves and then boost out of them. You know, I'm so confident in my ability that I will put mount the boosted fin on backwards. That's so sick. Right? Um, there's some good stuff on TV that I've been watching. What have um, you been watching? American Gladiators documentary series on Netflix is wild. Uh, they were on steroids, Todd. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that when I was a little kid. Like there was I, a lot of roid rage I feel happening. like American Gladiators is one of those things where you just let them go. That's what I would say. Yeah, give them all the juice. They were partying too. Man, um, quite the opposite of that. The Age of Tanks. Whoa, hold on. Older hold, series hold, hold, hold. on Netflix. So go Amer- ahead. American Gladiators. What was the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Running Man. Running Man. Remember that? It was epic. like American Gladiators, but he had to fight his way through so like that was a, Electro. That was a take off of an old 70s movie called like The Marathon Man or something. Was it Marathon? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're, right. you're absolutely right. Marathon Man and then Running Man, mm-hmm. which that movie's underrated as far as Arnold Schwarzenegger movies goes. That was good. Dystopian future. And if hey, you get arrested. where's Electro? He had to split. Remember he cut yes. the guy in half? That was fucking He awesome. had to split. <laughs> That wasn't the same movie. No, I'd buy that for a dollar. Was RoboCop? That's RoboCop. Yeah, um, Mar- uh, Running Man. I gotta watch that again. Fucking Running Man's The Age of Tanks uh, talks about the tank influence on World War One, World War Two, the Cold War. All tanks, all day. If you like tanks, that's a great series. Indiana Jones Four is ruling the box office. How was it? Indiana Jones. I haven't seen. It. We're going tonight. Okay. We're going tonight. I'm a very excited. Um, He's a ha- excited r- boy. R- ruling the box office though these days. Like, does anyone even go to the movies? Uh, not me. It was. I could just. I just got four tickets to go see it. Like no problem. Sinopolis. 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 Anyways, but like back, like just five or six years ago. A big high ticket movie like Indiana Jones, like it's the last of this yeah. of this movie. You wouldn't be able to get tickets for Indiana Jones for like weeks. No one's going to the movies. And no one's going to the movies. It's really sad because you can watch them on your couch. I know, but like that's the whack ass part. Like I feel like, yeah, like Ian Fleming after you know, he, you know, the guy come, who wrote James the Bond, guy, the James Bond dude. Like he hasn't oh, been to the movies in six years. He says on our Instagram. Well, live. I went to the movies uh, a couple months ago and I hated it. You know what? I will go see at the movies. Dune Part Two, the new trailer. Holy! Oh, it's good. Macaroni. You like sandworms? You like love them? Yep. Love them? Love them? They're like the giant stingrays of the desert. <laughs> Do you like the Quizat Satarac? Do you like Paula Trades? And I think, I think it's going to be great. And I, Fremen. I'm a big fan of the Dune books. I think they're freaking awesome. But it's probably going to be three hours long. Do you really want to go sit in a movie yes. theater for three hours? Yes, I do. It's for that, for that kind of there. movie, for that kind of a movie, I'll sit for three hours. Look, Lord of the Rings, like all three of those movies, like those were. If the movie is done right and the pacing is done right and there's no flat spots, like right. you're gonna like sit there and it's gonna happen in an instant. I like this is my my movie experience. You get, you get the family together. You're on the couch. You're watching the movie. About forty minutes in or half hour in, the kids get on their phones. <laughs> they eventually leave the room. Um, so that, then your wife and and you are sitting there watching the movie. Uh, she she falls asleep. Uh, there's still popcorn left, uh, but you're now alone watching the movie. See, and, the, and then the thing is, dude. Like when we were young, yeah. like <sighs> it literally took you. It was like a. Movies weren't so plentiful, right? Like, it took you how many years after a movie came out in the movie theater for you to get it on DVD? Like, it didn't just, like, happen. And now all these movies, like, you, if you miss it in the theater, 
it's coming, it's on your couch in like three months. Sometimes not even. Sometimes it's like a week. So I, I, I think you know the, the, the industry, the the entertainment industry, is such a fast turnover. It's eating itself. Yeah, I don't know why. It sucks. Chris, Chris, <laughs> I just left the movie Takuna. Chris just left the movie. We're, having, he, he's we're bored. just having technical stuff go on. Um, um, questions? Yeah. Or we, you have other nerd news? No, that's it. Let's watch The Running Man together in the theater. Let's rent out a theater. So I'm trying to get the questions. I don't, I don't like... What are you doing? Oh, that's Coco Ho. Okay, we've got questions for y'all. Go. Whoa. What is this? Brett David Pajetsky just came through with a bunch of Photoshop. He's trying to take your job. Oh Todd. my God, that one is incredible. That one's really good. What's is that this? you? Oh, that's me. Well, me with no glasses. It actually, looks really good. That Damn, dude, legit. he just did your homework for you. Pajetsky's spending way too much time on this. You I know, appreciate if it. If you really want to do the Photoshop job right, you have to spend five minutes. There's Todd's boost image. It's on his Instagram. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, go ahead. Like and subscribe to Todd Richards. <laughs> what are the questions? Can we go okay, move, yes. move ahead with this? This is the best part of the show. Okay, we got questions. Um, Light Sodium 666 wants to know, name the best skate style, surf style, snow style. Ever? Go. For me? Surf. Best surf style, Kelly Slater. Tom Curran. Skate. Uh, oof, fuck, that's hard. Um, Tom Penny. Best skate style for me? Chris Miller. Snow. Chris Roach. Um, Todd Richards. <laughs> Thanks. What else? What Kay. else is happening? Any questions? Modern Mystics says. Also, if you guys have any questions on the live here, you can oh my gosh, come in here. that's too long. That's I can't it. even read it. It's t- Will you guys acknowledge the biggest news in surf competition politics ever? We did. We talked about it. And again, we don't know the details. We Todd can, has a lot of theories. We can speculate. You can call Todd separately. Um, <laughs> this is from Adam Etz Art. What is your best 4th of July memory? Holy macaroni. I got a good one. Okay, I want to hear yours okay. first. I, got, I blacked out. Surprise, surprise. Back in the day, I blacked out in Del Mar. Del Mar, down the road from us, used to have the most uh, wildin' in, insane times on 4th of July. It was like a spring break gone to the next level. So I, I got separated from my group. I was blacked out. How old are you? Like 12? Like 30. <laughs> <laughs> 25, let's say. Anyway, somehow I stole a pair of uh, like loafers. They were junky loafers. They were size 13. I'm a size 9. So let me get this straight. You stole a pair of loafers I, off I a was, junkie. I was... I had a backpack on. I had all my gear. I was wasted. And I did not want to be with anybody anymore. So I stole these shoes and I hitchhiked from Del Mar to Cardiff and went to Las Olas and proceeded to drink more and ended up passing out behind Las Olas in the lagoon, like in the swamp (laughs) until dark. And then I woke up and everyone was looking for me and everyone was scared and they thought I was dead. But really it was just in my shoe. My feet were bloody because my shoes were, my feet were sandy, and I walked probably two miles in size 13 loafers, and my feet were just bloody, and everyone thought I was dead. Um, Great my, 4th of July. My favorite 4th of July story was when I was really little, 
we used to go, we would be at my grandmother's house in Cape Cod and you know, you, the firework, big fireworks shows, big yeah. tradition, like everyone yeah. goes down to the beach and there was like this beach in Hyannis called Calamus beach. It's like this, you know, like where they, where they would shoot the fireworks off and everyone's like sitting on the beach and we watched this firework go up and then it didn't explode and it comes straight back down and went right into the, um, like the concession area <laughs> they had at the beach. And like then, a food court? No, it was like a, like a concession, like stand, like where you would get hamburgers and stuff okay. at the beach and it proceeded to freaking explode in there. <laughs> and like, bur- like That's it's fun. literally burning down. I'm probably like eight or nine years old, like watching this shit burn. Like, and I like, no one is even, no one's even leaving the beach. Like well, there's just an inferno and the fireworks are still going on. Typical Massachusetts style. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Uh, my brother's there right now. Oh, yeah. His is? family. Oh. Hannah Lee says, I love Katie Simmers. Honestly and honesty and awkward. Do you think she'll continue to be able to say whatever comes to her mind as she gets older? Yeah. Totally. I don't think anyone's telling Katie what to say or do. She is amazing. Uh, she's a savant at surfing, and I think her post-heat interviews are just getting better and better and better and better. And I think she is having fun with them, even though she's she looks nervous and stuff. I think she knows what's going on, and she's she's enjoying it. And we're all enjoying watching it. Yeah, I think the, the like Griffin Colapinto used to give amazing young young kid. Videos. Uh, also, shout out to um, Chloe Andino posted the best layback of all time. That was amazing. I don't. Who is that? Two percent surf. Who is that? I don't know. Was who that on it purpose? Was. That, was the, that was insane. It was like the like a give. Up. I don't think it was on purpose. <laughs> uh, Blake Wall, big bad, big bad Blake official. Blake Wall, what's your favorite thing to order and eat at Panikin? Uh, I was really into the chili killies. I mean, coffee. They don't have chili killies there. Or what, what did they call it? Re- huevos Pancheros. Huevos Pancheros. I was really into that, but I just get croissants. I'm a croissant a day type of guy. What do you get? Croissants. Croissants, which is funny because there's a croissant right there. You there's made it. The croissant. You know how much I love croissants. Um, yeah, that's it. I get I get a double ice mocha and the huevos rancheros. Anyways. DJ, um, DJ wanted to know your best and worst fireworks experience. It sounds like you already it. gave us our best. Yeah. I, I'm not. Oh a fan no! Of I actually got I got fucking shot with a, a Roman candle once in the back of the head, and that sucked. Nar. Burned my hair. I smelled like burnt hair Did, for a while. Uh, Austin Oliver had this really long comment about parkour kids and leaving his twenties <laughs> and 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 wondering an as Chris, as a father of parkour protege, is worried what these parkour kids will do. No. Parkour community is awesome. Um, I think they should start. Should we let them do their own thing and trust? Yeah. And he also did uh, show us the West Coast Triple Plank Friendly Snow Vancouver, Skate Surf Vancouver Contest. Island, legendary West Coast Triple Plank. I think uh, May Austin, 5th through Austin Sweeten has done really well there the past couple of years. All right. What I'm is gonna- it? Are we past May? Jesus Christ, dude. All right. Um, shout out to anyone out there who shows me a stingray carcass. Uh, for next week's show, we're going to have some new Bad Boy Club stickers coming up real soon. What happened in Panicking Line today, Todd? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Okay, I'm just going to leave. This. Let's let's end it on Todd's Panicking story. Go ahead. So I was in line, right? And I and there's like there's a bunch of people. I'm at the Panicking. This is like probably an hour and a half the ago. The busiest part of the day at Panicking. And you. you know when you 
you just have a little gas and you're thinking you just like dude i farted our sponsors i farted so loud in the line of panicking don't go into our sponsors and fart i didn't mean to but it was it was really loud and they're gonna drop us it was bad because yeah it was bad so if you see todd at panicking don't stand next to him it was bad enough for couple people in front to like turn around and look oh at me God. and of course i reacted like i should and i turned around and looked behind me <laughs> like what the fuck is this, this guy farting? farting that oh, was man. that was a loud fart all right we're gonna go now uh everyone <laughs> um try to keep all your fingers tomorrow um it is uh stay safe it is america's birthday so i don't know whatever you guys do with that go to a drone show what i know <laughs>